one of these bullets on the agenda is more important to me than all the others. We'll see which one it is when we get there. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's the one that has three question marks after it. <laughs> yeah, I added that one later. Yeah, I mean, you know what my answer is going to oh, be. Oh, my God. I was just milliseconds for my howdy. Howdy, it's Thursday, October 26, 2023, and this is episode 213 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Atlantic City is good. Going to Atlantic City is good. Actually, finally, going on my Atlantic City trip with my wife is good. So when's the last time you and your wife went? Was it before COVID? We went, I think, in April after the casinos reopened. Uh-huh. So April 2021. But it was like three or four trips that got canceled between then? At least three, if not four. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you could do it. We will get to that soon. But as always, marketing is telling us that we have to get through all of the other business first before we get to your trip report. So the always once never that we as a team surely have come up with is... uh, AC's best sports books and your three options, Craig, are the Bet MGM Sportsbook and Bar at Borgata, the Caesar Sportsbook at Wild Wild West, or the Gallery Bar Book and Games at Ocean. So which one of these is are you going to every trip? Which one are you gonna to go to once more and which is going straight into the ocean? This is a tough one for me because I think it's not the same as just ranking them nicest to least nice or like where even where I want to spend time at the most. Mm-hmm. So we're we taking like location out of like that should not be a factor we consider in this. Are we talking only about the sports book itself, assuming we can just teleport there during our trip? No, because if you have to go all the time, that's what I was going to say. Okay, okay. Like I'm not going to go to Borgata just to go to Bet MGM, right? Mm-hmm. And about Bet MGM, I will say I've only ever tried to go once, and it was too crowded and hard to get a table, so mm-hmm. I didn't go. And it always seems crowded. And one thing I want in a sports book, especially a sports book that I'm picking always for, is just to be able to like waltz in and sit down and watch 15 minutes of a game and then leave and not have to order food and not have to do all this other stuff. While I think the Bet MGM sports book at Borgata looks cool, it does feel a little bit like it's a Buffalo Wild Wings in the middle of Borgata and that I don't really need that. Buffalo Wild Wings is good, man. But I don't need to go sit somewhere and have to like yeah, yeah, yeah. be at a restaurant. I will say the time we went to Borgata, basically almost a year ago exactly, I didn't go to the sports book itself, but I went to the bar directly adjacent to it for several hours to play blackjack, right? Yes, and watch the Ravens game. Fairly nice. So I'm, I can't say always for Borgata. Mm-hmm. Just because of location and because of... Yeah, location and the setup, I think. Yeah, how crowded it is and hard to get in there, etc. So the other two, like Wild Wild West, I think if you're just going to watch whatever the featured game is, right? Mm -hmm. I was there during the USA World Cup game where they got knocked out. Mm -hmm. And so that's like on the massive, massive screen with sound. It's a great place to watch one game. Yep. I remember that trip because I was bitter that I had to drive home during that game. Very bitter. There's something about it because it's like deep in Wild Wild West And Wild Wild West already feels sort of like the stepchild of Caesars. It feels like you're almost in the basement. It's like going to your basement, leaving the rest of the house behind. Like that is what (laughs) that part of Wild Wild West feels like to me. 
I've never been certainly when it's been crowded, and I'm sure it happens during like NFL Sunday, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think it would be a much better vibe if it was crowded, because otherwise it just feels so detached from everything else. Mm-hmm. And it's too bright. I think that's a complaint also. Is it bright? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're in the actual seats, it's like very bright. I, I remember bright it being kind of dark, dark around there. but It's dark in the Wild Wild West part. Uh-huh. But as soon as you get to the actual sports book, you just put the floodlights on you. Know, and... Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then Ocean, I think, is a very, very nice sports book, but it's in Ocean. It can get kind of uh-huh. smoky. There's a lot of drunk situations going on, apparently. I mean, I've been there a couple of times where it's at night and everybody's very drunk. But I guess it's for, like, for a place to just pop in and watch a game, it's a pretty good option. Which, for me, that's how I probably will experience the sports book. Especially if you're having to say always, right? Like you're not always going to watch a World Series game or like whatever the biggest game, a World Cup game that happens every four years. So if you're saying always, it has to be someplace like you can go, pop in, sit down, get a drink, maybe play some video poker. So I think I probably have to say always for Ocean, even though I don't absolutely love that space. Hmm. What do you think? That's interesting. Like for me, because I'm a bit of a recluse or whatever, my gut instinct is to say the Wild Wild West one because it's huge, fairly quiet. At least the times I've been there, it would bring some redeeming quality to Wild Wild West, which is historically speaking, one of my favorite parts of Atlantic City. Yeah. They have pour your own beer. Oh, do they? Yeah. I don't really get how it works. How does it, Yeah. How does that work? I mean, I've been to like airline lounges that have been pour your own beer, but... Yeah, and I guess it, like, I don't know, measures out the beer for you. Depending on how much you've wagered. Or you just pay for the cup up front, and then it's unlimited. I don't think it's unlimited, no. I think you pay per drink, and then it's like, I have bought one beer, and then you have to go, like, use your token, (laughs) or, you know, your digital credit to go fill up your beer. At least that's how I understand it. Okay. They have that at uh, Resorts World at the Central Bar in the Food Court has that kind of thing, too. Las Vegas? or or Yeah, Resorts World Las Vegas. Could be Queens. Could be. Resorts World, JFK, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta do it. You still haven't been. I've not. You need to do it, do a trip report for us. No. Uh, very disappointing. Ocean seems crowded to me. That's like my main recollection. It's not that big. It's like that, what, semi-ovular shape, I guess, in, in the middle. They've redone it, and it feels bigger, which seems impossible, because it's sort of restricted structurally to the shape right. that it is. But they've the bar is now in the middle, and it has so it doesn't have sort of the short ceiling around the bar. Yeah, and so I think the seating's better set up than it used to be. Like the feeling I get when I think about it is like semi claustrophobic, and like it's just like a little bit too small for the number of people that are usually in there. And Borgata, like I said when you were talking about it, was yeah, I haven't been to the the sports book itself, but I have been to the bar next to it to watch the Ravens. It was it was perfectly nice. I will say always Wild Wild West. Once more, Borgata, and then Ocean into the ocean. So were we exactly reversed? Yeah, we're exactly reversed. So I'll say always for Ocean, once for Borgata, just because I do want to try it. And I think like going and having a meal there would be fine and having some beers and watching a game. And then Wild Wild West into the ocean. I mean, I don't think any of them are terrible. I don't think there's like an embarrassing sports bar really or sports book anywhere in AC that I can think of. Even like, you know, resorts or Golden Nugget. They're not huge or anything, but they're like fine. Yeah, I think resorts and Golden Nugget sports books are totally fine. They've got seating. They've got tons of TVs. Yeah, they're just square square rooms with TVs on all over the walls. And 
Yeah, I think I've watched soccer in the resort sportsbook and part of an F1 qualifying mm-hmm. in the Golden Nugget sportsbook. Oh, and some of Leeds in the Golden Nugget sportsbook. Where is Harris sportsbook? That's the only one I can't picture. It's over by McCormick and Schmicks. Or Bally's. Bally's is in the old Blue Martini. Okay. And it looks... That's not a big space either. Too sparse, yeah, but yeah. it's not. there's not enough going on there. Okay. At least in the time I walked by. Mm-hmm. And then Hard Rocks is over by the Sugar Factory, and I think that's generally considered the most embarrassing sports book in AC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just for like how nice the rest of Hard Rock is to not have a very good sports book is kind of funny. You think they could find some good space on it, even if they had to put it on the second floor or something? It seems like they've got plenty of real estate there if they wanted to do something nice. Yeah, yeah, they should fix that up. Yeah. Trop does have a very nice sports book. I did think Trop was the step below these three. Yeah, I think for sure. Like, it's a it's a nice space. And it's, yeah, it's big. It's not claustrophobic at all. It gets a good crowd. It's, it's a good crowd, but it's not, like, insane, it seems like, when we've been there. Yeah. So, news. Serendipity 3 at Ocean, which we went to, I think you literally stopped in to say hi. I sat in the booth for, like, a minute and then was like, everyone is too drunk in here, and... It seemed like there had been like quite a wait already for anything to happen yes. from the waitresses because it was first weekend or whatever. So I was like, no, nah, I'm getting out of here. The reviews I heard was that the service never really improved. Uh-huh. Well, it's gone now. No announcement or anything. Seems fine. I went to look at sort of like kid-friendly restaurants in Atlantic City, and that popped into my mind. And then I was like, what are the odds that that's even still there? And it's off the Ocean website. So it is gone. Confirmed. Are you just disappointed that you never got the whatever gold flake five hundred dollar or thousand dollar ice cream or whatever am, it was they had i mean they have one at least one in new york city so i oh, okay still have you saw the chance yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah all right good the earliest mention i saw of it being gone was in the everything ac casinos facebook group on september 8th so it's been gone for a little while this is not a super recent thing mm-hmm. so with one thing going we have something opening which is the arcade at Harrah's, it is called the Arcade, in all caps. The, the Arcade. November 1st, it's opening. Hat tip to Lenny for posting it in the Facebook group, our Facebook group, where everyone should post everything. Yes, not everything AC Facebook group. <laughs> it's going to be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Friday and Saturday. 5,300 square foot space near the pool. Supposedly, we'll have more than 60 supersized games, in quotes, and... They are touting a giant claw machine, the big one, X-Treme, X-Treme. Sounds up your alley. You're a claw game aficionado. The big ones are such a, a scam mm-hmm. because they never grip anything. Like if, if it's got a four foot tall teddy bear in there or if it's got like a suitcase. If it's a big one, it's like four feathers you're trying to close around, whatever you're trying to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> if the back wall has the stuff that you can get and there's like a PS5 back there, like you're yeah. not getting anything. So I went to look at it. There's a site. I don't know if it's E-L-A-U-T or, or E-Lot. They advertise it, the <laughs> tallest arcade claw machine ever manufactured. And the quote, the marketing quote, operators are reporting extreme earnings on this game. No pun intended. I, I think... I think the pun was intended. The pun is a thousand percent intended in that they even spelled it extreme as the uh, game is. I, I think if they're touting extreme earnings. Yeah, it's not, not going to be good for players. We need to complain to the gaming control board and be like, yo, I know you 
we're worried about how much slot machines are returning, but I've heard rumors that the big one extreme is returning like, you know, 5% to players. <laughs> House Edge, 95%. So Atlantic City is becoming like the arcade capital of the world. I don't get it. Like there's Showboat. There's this arcade. Tropicana yeah. has an arcade. Not exactly on the same level, I think, as, as Showboat in this. Right. But... There's Playcade. They're opening yeah. at Dave & Buster's. The Yard has some arcade games. Yeah, there's like, always a few random arcade games in uh, Wild Wild West a while ago. Yeah. Giant Pac-Man. I feel like Vegas did this all like five years ago, where they opened a bunch of arcades mm-hmm. in casino space, like not right on the casino, but in, uh-huh. I don't know, space that was maybe bar space, and they made it like an arcade bar. And I think most of them failed. So it's interesting that this is now <laughs> happening in Atlantic City, where they're opening a bunch of arcades. So let's see how this goes. Yeah. I do think Harrow's gets a lot of families, though. I mean, certainly there's plenty of, like, 15-year-olds in Harrow's, so... That's true. And they like arcade games. Yep. Almost as much as the pool after dark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any other thoughts on the arcade? No. I think it's interesting. I mean, certainly there's Harrow's somewhere else that has a lot of real estate, so... Yeah, makes sense. Give it a try. Why not? And then the last piece of news. Tony's Baltimore Grill has bought Angeloni's, too. Not to be confused with Angelo's Fairmount Tavern, which is still open. Yep. Angeloni's 2 closed in April. New opening date to be determined. It seems like it's going to reopen as Angeloni's 2. Yeah, sounds like good news. Yeah. So it's that's out on Arctic near like Formica Freitag Bakery and stuff. It's a block or two down from Angelo's Fairmount Tavern. A block or two south or whatever direction that is. <laughs> south, southeast, I guess, is the way that the beach goes. Right. Away from the expressway. So good that, that, that that's reopening. People really yeah. liked it. So. We should check it out sometime. It should be on the list. I agree. Once it reopens. It looks nice. I saw the pictures of the inside. It seems like it's right up our alley. So you went to Atlantic City. I did. I went with my wife finally after years and years. Like I said, April 2021 was the last time we went. So we stayed at Tropicana. We went, got there at about 1230. And you can't check in until 3. That's true. And they will charge you, whatever, $10 from the machine if you try. So when I went online, when they said I could go ahead and check in on online on email, it said $20. Oh, okay. And then when I actually went to the kiosk, it said 15 mm. So I paid the 15 to check in early. I figured, whatever, it's worth $15 yeah. to be in the room two and a half hours early. And it also offered me an upgrade to South Tower Ocean View Ooh. from North Tower for Never tw- been. 25 bucks. Uh, so I said, sure, why not? Let's get this South Tower Ocean View. Nice. It was an ocean view. It was on the eighth floor, so it was pushing it. It really could have been like one floor higher or two floors higher. It would have made a huge difference, but we mm-hmm. could see ocean. I can't claim that it wasn't an ocean view. Uh, it was a nice room, like redone, fairly recently redone, pretty nice. You know, it's not a huge room or anything, but it was good. It was totally good for our purposes. Nice. They need, need to clean the windows. To make yeah. the ocean view a little better because the windows were very, very dirty. But I mean, that happens all the time at the beach because yes. the salt just cakes those windows. Right. It was nice. It was a good room. Totally fine. Very, very conven- convenient from the casino floor. It's pretty much straight up from the lobby, mm-hmm. the South Tower. So it was good. It was nice to finally stay in the South Tower. I've never been. I've never been. The bathroom was very like nice and clean and recently done, which I feel like even some of the more recently renovated rooms still have crappy old bathrooms. Uh, So we checked in, we dropped our stuff, and we went down through the corridor and went to Purple Zebra, which is 
a daiquiri bar. Or no, that's not through the corridor. That's through the marketplace. Is it like Wet Willies? Like what, what is yes. It? So there's Wet okay, Willies okay. in the corridor and there's Purple Zebra mm-hmm. in the marketplace. And then if you go out onto the boardwalk and go left, you don't have to go very b- far before you get to like Billy's on the boardwalk. So there's just like daiquiris everywhere. Around Tons there. of yard long daiquiris. So we just got like a small one, creamsicle daiquiri. It was pretty good. Yeah. Drank that, walked on the boardwalk, walked out onto the beach. I don't want to say you did it wrong, but you know you could have gotten strawberry daiquiri whipped cream for free. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, it actually would be like $5, but... <laughs> right. Maybe you could have won. Anyway, you walked $10 out to the beach. Coined, right? Yeah, walked out onto the beach. It was a little too windy. Got a lot of sand in the face. And then walked out onto the boardwalk just for a little bit. And then walked by the beer garden and said, hmm, this seems like a good place to get a little snack. Like, we didn't need a full lunch. So we just went and got a couple appetizers. I got a half liter of beer. Oh, it's weak, weak sauce, man. Well, I already had a, some daiquiri, so I didn't need to be getting wasted. Weak sauce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't do it right. <laughs> Hopefully you make up for it by just drinking nothing but beer for three hours after your wife goes to sleep. <laughs> uh, we'll see. As per the usual. They did not have the pork belly sliders on the menu at the beer garden. I was oh, a little bummer. disappointed. But we got smoked out jalapenos, which we thought were going to be like jalapeno poppers, but they were not. They were like grilled jalapenos with cheese and uh, chorizo on them. Sounds incredible. They were very good. And then we got buffalo wings. The buffalo wings were also good. No uh, fried cheese curds this time? We did not get the fried cheese curds because we thought that the jalapeno pop, the jalapeno was going to be too similar, but it was not at all. No, that makes sense. Beer garden, wife approved. Again, very nice place just to sit out. The weather was pretty good. So good time. Went back to Tropicana and played some really cheap slots, like not just penny slots at 75 cents. I'm talking penny slots at like 30 cents a press. Mm -hmm. Super jackpot party. Is that because that's what your wife likes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't accept, you know, 60 cents a spin. That would be too much. Well, she did play a game called Bubblegum, which was, I think, 75 cents a spin. And that went bad for her. And she hates that game now. Mm. It's like one of those, I forget what they're called, money wheel, sky wheel games. Mm Mm-hmm. So I played another one of this guy. I don't understand. They're very popular, but the dollar symbols are too similar. It's annoying. I don't like those games. Mm. Played that for a little bit. Got a couple random, you know, got like a really bad mixed drink Mai Tai at the machine. Walked around Tropicana for a little bit. Yeah. Went up to the room, got cleaned up, and went to Super Frico. Nice. How was it? It was very cool and very good. So it, it's... I've only heard good things about it. Yeah, and I was a little concerned because I do think, you know, Atlantic City has a lot of very traditional restaurants. Even in the casinos, you get a lot of, like, steakhouse, Italian, Asian, like, just classic sort of restaurants. And Super Frico is not that. And definitely, like, advertises not being that. It's very weird, trying to be very weird. And it is very weird. But it does a really good job of having this eclectic, strange space and feel where you've got performers from the show coming through but the service and the food feels very upscale and the food is excellent and the service was excellent. So we got a fried mozzarella appetizer, which, you know, is basically like highbrow mozzarella sticks, mm-hmm. pretty much. That's exactly what it was. It was very good. And then we got a linguine, like a squid ink linguine with clams and salmon roe that I thought was really, really good. My wife was like, I'm glad I tried it, but it wasn't amazing. <laughs> A meatball pizza, which the pizza is like a sort of like a grandma slice, like thick, nice crispy bottom. I like that style of pizza a lot. And so I thought that was really good. 
And then just randomly, I was like, oh, let's try the Broccoli Rob because I like Broccoli Rob. And like weirdly, the Broccoli Rob was a highlight. Like it came in a sort of, I don't know, creamy sauce and was like very filling and like substantial, which you would not think of for like a side dish. Uh, and so everything, I thought everything was really, really good. Again, the service was really good. Got a few cocktails that were all good. Ended up like randomly talking to the couple sitting next to us about the food and about the performers walking by. So it was just like a good time all around. So so I have two, well, one question, one comment. So my comment is you're a bad New Yorker for your pizza preferences, I guess. New Yorkers like all sorts of pizza, but I'm also oh, not really? a New Yorker. I live in New Jersey. Mm, that's that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> is it Rob or Robbie? I really don't know. Is it Rob? I think it's Rob. Okay. I'm going I believe you. Yeah. And I, I think the biggest thing I came away with was like Super Frico plus the show is such a well done combined experience that... I almost feel like you're missing out. I mean, the show is still very good on its own, but I almost feel like you're missing out on part of the experience by not doing both of them together. So you said that like the performers are like walk through and yeah, they, I knew that ahead of time. So I was sort mm -hmm. of expecting, oh, there's a little performance area and you're going to see somebody doing some acrobatics or whatever. And that's not really what happens. They just come through and do like goofy stuff. That's varying degrees of funny. Having seen the show and knowing what the performers did in the show it was like funny to see the performers doing totally different things because they were, you know, what they were doing was not really related to what they did in the show. Mm -hmm. My wife, having not seen the show, I think was like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> you know, the first time you're sort of like, what is going on? Like, is this just some rando saying weird stuff? So I thought it was a cool combination of stuff. I could definitely see myself going to Super Frico and just sitting at the bar and like ordering one of the pizzas or ordering an appetizer and getting a cocktail, even if I was not going to the show. Because they have a totally different cocktail menu than the horse dive bar. Mm -hmm. uh, so then after that, we went to the hook. Were the cocktails good, by the way? Yes, they were good. Were they on, on par with the hook, which you proclaimed was the best cocktails in Atlantic City? I mean, I, I think the one, the Tales of Hoffman cocktail I got in the theater at the hook is still the best cocktail I've ever had in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. the, these were good, but they didn't quite reach that height. But, the, you know, that's... But they're still very, very good. high for me, but they're still very good. Like, well mm -hmm. done cocktails. Are, are beers still $13 or whatever? I think they were 12 Oof. And then in the theater, we got another cocktail that was also good. And the show was surprisingly different than when I saw it. I was very shocked. I kept waiting for one act that never happened. Two acts. I don't want to get into, like, the very specifics about what each act was, because it's kind of spoilery, but... The first act when I went the first time was like a, I think they call it like pole acrobatics or something, sort of like a higher end version of what they used to do at like the Link Casino floor when there would be a, <laughs> a pole in the middle of the floor when you're playing at the tables, right? And that to me was like the most underwhelming act probably of the show, and that was not in it. And then there were a couple other things, uh, including the contortionist, which I think is the one that most people say they liked the least, that was not in it. Uh, and then there was one that I actually thought was one of the better ones the first time I saw it that wasn't in it. And so what I'm wondering is, do they have, I don't know, a dozen acts and they just build a set list out of the acts? Or is it like they've got an early show and a late show? I don't know. Or have they completely scrapped some of these acts and just changed the show? I mean, this runs seven days a week, right? So I would assume five. that they just, oh, is it only five? So it could be that everyone works every day. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I know... Like, one of the people whose acts got swapped out was still in the show in other places, but then two people, mm -hmm. they were just not there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if they just get a day off or what. And I talked to my brother who had seen it, and the one act that I thought was really good wasn't in his show either. So I'm very interested in that. But it was still a really good show. My wife still really liked the show. Uh, I mean, she did really like the show, which I was... 
the whole time I was watching the show, I was sort of like looking at her reaction. Like had a side eye at her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is she going to think that this is too weird or like not, not appropriate, but like too sort of vulgar for the sake of vulgar? Because I didn't come away the first time thinking it was vulgar. But then when I went with my wife, there's like a song that's pretty raunchy, like really raunchy <laughs> pretty early <laughs> in the show. And so she didn't seem faced by any of that at all. And she did say she liked the show. So, so that was good. Good. I came away sort of wondering, like, would I really go a third time? I mean, you told me you would go with me. The combination of Super Frico and the show, I left just like, it's so good. You do the second time lose the element of of surprise. Like, certain mm-hmm. things happen where you're like, oh, my goodness, like, that looks dangerous or that's really crazy that they're doing this. And you absolutely lose that the second time because you know what's coming. It was funny to see my wife's reaction to that stuff where she was like, oh, man, like one of the acts she said her like heart was in her throat the whole time because she was just like worried for the performers. <laughs> but I had already seen it, so I sort of knew. And I, I mean, I, obviously it would only get even less so the third time. I think I would go again, especially with this combination of either going to Super Frico or going to the bar or even going to Horse Dive Bar. Like, I just am so impressed by the full package of everything. Even to the point where I'm I'm just now like such a Spiegel World fanboy and I'm like, oh, I wish we had gone retrospectively to one of the shows in Vegas when we were in Vegas. I think I had suggested Atomic Saloon. And even at the time, I was not like, oh, I have to go to Atomic Saloon because I was like, Absinthe is good, but it's not like a must do. But sort of this whole experience, I think, is really making me become more of this, oh, I've got to go to every show, man. Yeah, got to do all the shows. They are opening a show called Disco World, I think, or Disco Show at the link in Vegas and it's going to have a bar attached to it and a diner. And I'm extremely interested to see what these weirdos do with a diner concept, because I think it could be very, very good. You know, if I ever go back to Vegas, never again. So, so then we walked back to Tropicana, played some more cheap slots, played some wonder woman. Uh, my wife went to bed. It was actually pretty late. I think it was like almost midnight. Oh, we went to Mrs. Fields cookies and got three cookies. Mrs. Fields, 24 hours. 24 hours yeah do you really need a cookie at 5 a.m i bet that place absolutely rakes at like 3 30 in the morning when oh, people yeah. are leaving Be- the club between like one and three i'm sure it's crazy but at like six like who's getting who's getting a cookie yeah he's going there at like 4 30 in the morning mm. but i'm guessing the overhead is very low and the markup is very high yeah i mean the overhead is literally one employee there were like four employees there when i went at 11 30 at night uh-huh. They had nothing but employees. I really appreciate how much stuff is still open late in the quarter. Like you can get food, you can get gelato, you can get substantial food down in the marketplace. Like there is a lot of stuff open at, at midnight or later in Tropicana and that is really nice. I mean, I think part of that's that it's a very clubby casino. Mm-hmm. So my wife went to bed after we ate some cookies. I ended up going back downstairs and playing video poker in slots until 2.20 in the morning. The video poker was moved again. So it was over by Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm and some down in the marketplace. The whole marketplace now is closed under construction. Oh, so there's like no slots or anything down there anymore? I mean, they're still down there, but they're all pushed up against the wall and they're like ripping up all the carpet. So you go down the stairs and it's restaurants are the only thing you can do when you do that now. Right. Yes. Uh There's no gaming down there. No gaming whatsoever. Okay. There's a Skittles vending machine and restaurants. As one needs. Hey, sometimes you want just green Skittles. All the video poker was either by Boogie Nights, which I think was only Joker poker, and, but a ton of Joker poker machines on progressives. I don't think that game's fun. I've never... I don't like it either. Mm-hmm. And then over right by the entrance to the Laurel Lounge, like right at the start of the walkway to the quarter, mm-hmm. across from Tango's Bar. 
So I went and played that at like midnight, and the problem is Tango's is extremely clubby and has loud DJ music. The little video poker area is super bright, and it, it was 8-5 DX or better, which I was totally fine is, with. That's fine, yeah. Except to like counteract the loud club music, I think they had the music in this little video poker, poker area set to like auto-adjust with the loudness. <laughs> so it would get like really loud and then like really quiet and really loud and really quiet. It was really annoying, and I was sort of wish that there was just no music, and we just heard the secondary music from the yeah. tangos, even though it was, like, crappy club music. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be better. And then I just got crushed. Like, I put in 20 bucks at $1.25 a spin, gone immediately, another 20 gone immediately, another 20 gone immediately. And I was like, this is not a fun place to sit. I'm leaving. Uh, I should have left $40 to go. And just went and parked at a Wonder Woman machine and played dollar a spin Wonder Woman for, like, two hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, got a couple Miller Lights, uh, which the cups that the Miller Light drafts came in were bigger than I remember. I think they were probably full twelve ounce. I mean, they weren't. Full, they weren't showboat size. No, I think they were twelve ounce drafts. Didn't get rip roaring drunk, but had a nice, you know, drank cocktails throughout the day, beer throughout the day. Felt good. Didn't wake up super hungover. It felt perfect. That doesn't sound like a trip with your wife. What's the point unless you just wake up not really remembering what had happened, yeah. just covered in toasted coconut? I mean, we had already had like two cocktails with dinner, a cocktail at the show, a, a daiquiri, a, a half liter of beer. It's the downside of Trop. You can't go there. You can't get a toasted coconut donut. <laughs> they don't even have the toasted coconut donuts anymore. But yeah, there's no, uh, there's no Dunkin'. At, no Dunkin'? There's just the super expensive Starbucks. Mm. I did. I had to show my wife, like, okay, if you want a grande pumpkin spice latte, it's $10.08. Yeah. $10 for a grande pumpkin spice latte. Anyways. Oh, I have to say, the, the ID police were out in force at Tropicana, I guess because it's a very popular club casino. And I yeah, could yeah. hear, as the security guards were walking around, I could hear on the walkie-talkies, like, ID check at such and such, and then they'd, like, walk up to somebody and check their ID. There were some people who looked real young who were showing IDs and were apparently 21 i was interested interested to see if i would get id'd at all because i am now 40 yeah i did not get id'd at all yeah that's it i didn't go through with my plan to shave and then go and see if i got mm. id'd my wife vetoed that plan yeah i don't think i've gotten id'd in a casino it's since been a little COVID. while yeah i think you're you're not the king anymore and my buddy zach who we went with last time he is, does look very young. he gets he gets id'd everywhere and he's also uh, I guess he's 39, but he'll be 40. <laughs> maybe, maybe once he turns 40, he, he won't get ID'd either. Yeah. Uh, so went to bed, got, I don't know, six and a half hours of sleep, woke up pretty late, went down to Hash House Agogo for breakfast. Oh, one thing, when I got to Tropicana, I swiped and it was like, do you want $20 slot play, $20 match bet, or, or like free bet, or $20 in mm, rewards 2000 reward credits. Yeah. yeah, so I took the 2000 reward credits. And then there was another promo where it was like, Earn 200 tier credits to get some play bonus. So I did that. Like after my marathon Wonder Woman session, I had mm -hmm. well more than reached that. And so right before bed, I swiped again. And it was like, have another 2,000 rewards credits. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so you had 40 bucks. And I used that to get Hash, Hash House Agogo because it's one-to-one -one comps at Hash House Agogo. I thought Hash House Agogo was excellent. The menu is not as big as I thought it was going to be. The portions are big, but the menu is not big. Mm-hmm. So we got a chorizo hash and a griddled French toast. Both of them I thought were excellent. And the reviews I had heard of Hash House were that it's quantity over quality, just huge plates, but not great food. That's what I remember from the IP. I thought it was very good food. Hmm. The French toast, it has like a grilled banana and candied pecans and, and some sort of 
caramel stuff on it. I was like so incredibly full and there was still a huge slice of it left and I was like, I'm going to eat it. I've got to eat it. Uh, so I ate way too much and was really stuffed. I thought the chorizo hash was also really tasty. So yeah, I was really happy with Hash House and thought it was really good. It was 68 bucks after tip, I think. <laughs> so I, I was, while I was eating it, thinking like, I think I would rather have this food than Gilchrist food, which I know That's, is blasphemy. That is blasphemy. To me, Gilchrist is only the pancakes. Like, everything else at Gilchrist is very blah to me. I don't that's, even that's really fair. need the side stuff at Gilchrist. It's, like, very average. But the pancakes are incredible. But you can't beat the value at Gilchrist. Like, if I'm there, especially with you, yeah, and I can pay, like, nine whatever, $9 and have a huge breakfast that's still really good, like, I'm going to do that over the $20 entree I had at Hash House. I, I think that's fair. I think Gilchrist is totally fine, except for the pancakes, which are worth making a trip for. Yeah. Worth going out of your way to eat. I mean, I think they're really special. Agreed. So then we went out and did a long walk on the boardwalk because we needed to walk off some of our food. The Atlantic City Marathon was going on, so we had to very stick to like one side of the boardwalk to be out of the way of the runners. Mm -hmm. Did our walk up to Peanut World and looked at all the cheap, crappy shops. Why? Why would you do that? I mean, we didn't go out of our way to Peanut World. We just okay. walked really all right, far all right, the boardwalk. All right, all right, I got gotcha. you. I thought you like made a trip to go to the Peanut World. No, no, no. We were just popping into all the crappy shops looking at $4 t-shirts and stuff. And then we were sort of walking back and we were trying to figure out what to do. We had like three hours before we needed to leave to pick up the kids. And we were talking about, oh, do we just go back and play some more crappy slots? And then it popped into my head that we always drive past historic Smithville on the way home. And I always think like, oh, that's something that would be interesting just to see. So we decided to just hop in the car and drive out there. And it's like totally on the way. Like you don't get right on the parkway. You go out 30 and then you're there and then you just mm -hmm. keep going to the parkway basically but there was a corvette show like a huge corvette show and it was absolutely packed <laughs> so we had to like park really far away and stuff i was like is, is this place always this crowded it's interesting it's like worth seeing especially if it's on the way but it is very much like all the shops that you expect in any little like vacation town main street yeah like if you've ever been to like cape cod oh, i'm familiar I'm sure Kate May has all – it's like soap stores and like a little cute stationery store and like – Life is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everywhere and like candy shops and stuff. But it's very cute and like – Vineyard vines or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. There's uh -huh. a lot of vineyard vines. There's an ice cream shop. There's two coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the general feel, the vibe. It's on a little lake and it's – all the little shops look like little old houses. So it's really cute. It's definitely something that's more probably – aimed at people our parents age mm -hmm. like my parents would love it like they'd absolutely love it so i don't know that i need to go again and they have some kids stuff right like they have a carousel and they have uh well like paddle boats during the summer a train they have a little train that goes around but like other than that stuff i feel like and the candy shop your kids would just be like massively bored at this place like why are you taking me into this soap store like my kids aren't going to deal with that no, no. so no so i don't know that i would ever actually take my kids yep you did it once and never again? I would go again. I would go again when it's less crowded. Mm. To get the soap that you need? Yeah, man. I need that. I need that <laughs> little Egg Harbor soap, Yeah, which is one of the stores there. I mean, it is so on the way. Like, I would go with my wife. That's, I'm not going by true. myself. That would be ridiculous. And there, there's a couple, like, nice-looking little restaurants there that would probably be cool to go to. If it is literally on the way that, you know... Right. So recommended yeah. for like a, a little couple's excursion if you if you need something to do. But I don't know that it's necessarily worth going out of your way for, especially if there's a Corvette right. show and you've got a park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's like Wawa, you know. I go every trip, but I wouldn't go out of my way for it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then drove home, got the kids. They went insane. I have to say, when you're away from the kids for a couple days, it's not like you store up patience. It's the opposite. Like, you're snapped back to reality, and you just have no patience for them. You're like, I haven't had to deal with you for two days. I've not been in this headspace. I'm not ready for your BS. You know, right back to that. Yeah. And then, you know, now it's back to the real world at work and all that stuff. Yeah, man. It sucks. It's the worst feeling. Like, the end of a trip like that where you're like, ah, oh, this is so relaxing. I get to go actually sit and drink a coffee or have a cocktail. And it's immediately to screaming kids. I mean, screaming kids or back to work uh-huh. or just like real life in general. It's rough. Yep. It's rough. So all in all, A plus or? Loved it. Really good trip. It's such a different trip with my wife, obviously, than it is with you guys. Like it's just, there's very little sort of running around and trying to pack stuff in. It's just very leisurely. We slow walks on the boardwalk, go sit for a little while and have a beer. I feel like you're the one that runs around and tries to pack stuff in more than anyone else. You're a crazy person. What? The last couple times we've gone, it's been like taco place, like just like running from one thing to another for two hours, and then it's like sitting at a slot machine at a table for forever. Mm. Maybe we just feed off of each other too much in that mindset, and we need to uh, figure out our relationship dynamic. Uh, Maybe. Go to to couples therapy. I think we need to reassess our situation. It did sort of make me want to do another couples trip with you and your wife and Dave and his wife. Yeah, no kids. Mm-hmm. Because we had talked certainly about taking families. Yeah. I think your your summer schedule is too crazy. Yes. Oh, yeah. My summer schedule is nuts. Because I looked in the last time we did a couple's trip. Do you have a guess at how long ago it was? I mean, I see that we stayed in the showboat. I remember that trip because <laughs> so we, me and my wife did two couple's trips that trip because we met one of my wife's friends. I think you and Andrea left and we stayed another night and Sounds one of right. my wife's friends and his wife came up and stayed with us. And it would have been in the showboat, so it would have had to have been probably 2013? 2014. 2014? Yes. Yeah. Pre-podcast. So it's in my head, it's like, oh, it's been a few years. But so no, how long ago was it that we stayed in Tropicana? On a I think that was like 2011. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, with just it was just you and me and our wives. Yeah. So yeah, it would be nice to do that again, but I don't know. How, it's much harder now that everybody has kids. Like, how does it's, everybody... hard. it's just hard because everyone would have to get sitting at the same time. I don't think it's realistic honestly right i'll give some overall i mean i said uh, like i really like the trip tropicana like staying in tropicana for a night with my wife like i feel more positive about tropicana but there's still some things that i feel like it just under delivers on mm-hmm. well actually i'll say they had 15 dollars blackjack and it was open like you could get seats even on oh. saturday but it's just it still just feels like not enough table games for the amount of people there yep there are whole sections of the casino that are just not very pleasant to play in Mm-hmm. Oh, in slots. I honestly think Caesars is even worse about that in terms of like the percentage of the casino that I don't want to be sitting in. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of the slots I want to be playing at Tropicana are in those areas. <laughs> it seems like Caesars is sort of like filling out the back portion of that first floor. You know, the new huge Starbucks is open, so maybe it'll start getting a bit better. Yeah, hopefully. And then like where they're doing work over by the marketplace, there's a bathroom down there and it was just like all the urinals were like had plastic over them <laughs> because they were out of order. The bathroom, the the stalls were just absolutely disgusting. And it's like these are like little things that you just yeah, yeah, need yeah. to have someone maintain. This is not terribly hard to do. So that was kind of frustrating. But otherwise, like it was a really nice room. I really like, you know, when you're walking through the corridor, there's not really much shopping there that I care about. But it's still you walk through it and it's like this feels like it could be at like a mid level property in Vegas. Like this feels nice, right? <laughs> And I think the, there's so much 
food and drink options at Tropicana. Like, I think it is probably better than anywhere else in Atlantic City if your main goal is to eat and drink. Yeah. And you just want variety. I agree with that. Like, if you put the quarter in, like, Park MGM, it's not out of place, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and Tropicana as a whole, like, it, it, it doesn't – I don't think it has the high-end stuff that some other better properties have in Atlantic City. But if you want cheap or mid-tier food, <laughs> it has a ton of options. It's really crazy how many options it has. Mm-hmm. I do like it for that. If we're playing always, once, never, I definitely would not want it to be my always. And now I've stayed there two trips in a row. So I need a non-trop trip. <laughs> yeah, we could do a non-trop trip. But when? So it's possible that my next trip will be two weeks from today. <laughs> because... Please explain. My kids have a four-day weekend and my wife has a four-day weekend. Uh-huh. Which is the New Jersey Teachers Conference in Atlantic City. So normally the room rates are insane in Atlantic City. Yep. But I was looking because it just popped into my head of like, you know, there's a water park and a big arcade down there. And I can get Thursday comped at Hard Rock or Ocean, although Friday night at both is incredibly expensive. Or it's not that expensive to stay at Showboat. So we could go for two nights and stay and do the water park and do the arcade. My one concern about it is that my son is five. And looking at the water park, I do not think that he is going to be able to do much at the water park. And I'm concerned that he'll be there is for it like 20 minutes and be like, I'm done. Height-based or... Is it like 40 and 48 or? Yeah, I think it's like 36, 42, 48. So if you're 48, mm-hmm. inch, my daughter can do anything. She can do yeah, any yeah. ride there. My older son would be able to do anything. And I think my younger son would be everything except for 48. So I think that my son could do the middle stuff, which mm-hmm. would be probably like the stuff he'd want to do anyway. Like he would, But there's only a tiny, tiny like kid splash zone thing and like a little pool. And so I'm a little concerned that he's going to be there for 20 minutes and be like, this sucks and want to leave. Mm-hmm. Another weird thing about the water park that I learned in looking at reviews and trying to figure this out is that they do not provide any towels, which mm-hmm. seems odd because like you go to an indoor water park or like Hershey Lodge, which has a big pool or like any hotel's indoor pool or any casino's indoor pool, <laughs> and they will give you a towel. So you have to bring a beach towel or whatever. Yeah, you have to bring a beach towel or buy a towel for $20, which seems – or buy one on the boardwalk for like 8 bucks. I mean, it's annoying, but – it's not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, annoying, but not a deal breaker, really. My big suggestion would be if you forget a towel and you go to walk in and they're like, oh, yeah, a towel is 20 bucks, go out, walk to any t-shirt shop and save yourself lots of dollars. So I don't know if that will actually happen, but I'm leaning that way. But as far as our next trip, do you have any thoughts? Like, are you just totally free from now until you know you get a job? I'm pretty free. I mean, for you, the the way you were pitching your life is you know you made it sound like you might have some availability before some point in december and then after that just never again but i don't know how real that actually is uh i can do before december though i don't know what's going on with this this whole job is gonna wreck my life thing because it's just moving slower than it needs to which may mean that it will just ramp up all in a very short period of time and be terrible but in my head i was like oh yeah early december like first couple weeks of december sure I feel like we usually make a December trip work. Yeah, traditionally we'll do one like the first couple of weekends of December. How many times have you been to Atlantic City this year though? Twice? Me? Because we did Vegas. We did Vegas. I think it's been twice. So you've been three times probably now? Yes, this was my third trip. So I think it's twice. I don't I don't think I went without you. So It's crazy that if I go with my family and then go again with you, I'll have ended up in AC five, five times this times. year and Vegas yeah. this year. 
That would be very surprising. Because I was definitely coming into this year thinking, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I only make it to AC once. So you're thinking of just doing, a, like, a one-night trip the 9th to the 10th? Is that what you were? No, we were thinking two nights. We were thinking it's just worth spending the oh, extra money. Spend the money. Yeah. 9th through the 11th? I see. And, like, the water park prices are pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Off-season. So if you do it with your room booking, it's, like, 120 bucks for all four people. So that's like Ooh. totally reasonable, including Saturday. Stay in the showboat. Yeah, yeah. Probably the money saved on the water park I mean, is probably. Let's be honest. That's where you want to be anyway. I mean, it has its advantages in that, like, you don't have to trek the kids through the casino to get anywhere. You're obviously in the same property as the Lucky Snake and the water park, which is like all the stuff the kids are going to want to do. I think it would maybe save me from some of the kids having a meltdown about like, oh, we have to go get prizes right now, like because you know will be in the hotel. It's like, no, save your points until the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it would be a good trip. I, don't, I have no idea how updated those rooms are. I'm sure they're not great, but who knows? Guess. Maybe they're fine. Maybe they're at least acceptable. Yeah, maybe. I'll have a clear idea next episode. So for you, sometime in December, maybe? Yes, I think we should aim for that. December 2nd, I am busy because we're seeing Cirque in dot, dot, dot. Las Vegas. The Hippodrome. Oh, in Baltimore? Yeah. My son likes Cirque, so. Ah, you should take him to a Spiegel World show. <laughs> Very kid-friendly. Yes. Let me know. Or if you want to do a weeknight, you know, or both. It seems like I get Fridays pretty reliably comped at a lot of places. Or a weeknight. You said that was maybe a possibility. Maybe. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for everything. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for win or me at Kyle Oskin and send Craig questions at do for win at gmail.com. Do we have any mailbag questions you want to answer? Uh, I think we should save them all because there's one that I have down, but I think it's going to take too long and we'll save it. All right. That sounds good. Keep sending those mailbag questions. Thank you guys very much. I know that you're all actually just disappointed we didn't talk about September data, but we will do it next episode in a couple weeks. Oh, I was happy like when I had quit because we had just gotten a... Uh a notice that we had to do some HR training that would have taken me like all of 10 minutes. And I was just like, I just don't want to do this shit. I'm like, Oh shit. It's not due until like the beginning of October. I'm quitting like one day before that.